0: Yesterday's price is not today's price. Dan. Edie, we predicted something again on this podcast.
1: That's what we're coming to be known for, right? Making these bold predictions and they're coming true. And I think uh, we did it again. I believe it was Chris who said it, but we all kind of agreed to
0: it, that Tom Brady wouldn't actually retire. And he said that this week that we'll see how I feel in six months. So Tom Brady has left the door open.
1: He did. He did. Yeah. And it was, it was certainly disgusting. Right. I think Chris uh, called it out first and yeah. And that long post he had with all those screenshots, whatever, he never used the R word. And here he goes kind of walking it back this week saying, "Eh, you never, never say never see how you feel in six months. And so, once again, ladies and gentlemen, the brunch breakdown predicting the future each and every week.
0: That is very true. And I think why Tom Brady said this is because he's going to go play for the Nets or the Sixers.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I like that. They're shaking their teams up. Might be some interest for them there.
0: I think somebody needs a uh, six, six. I, I don't know what Tom Brady's position would be in basketball, but I think he's going to play for one of them. I don't think people keep saying it's going to be the 49ers. I think he's going to go. It's NBA trade deadline day. I think all of a sudden right. he might show
1: up. Well, we've got a big trade to announce right here. Uh, you'll notice if you're just listening or watching, there's only two of us here at the table. Once again, uh, we talked about maybe throwing Chris off the table, you know, as a, as a co-host here, uh, we've made a trade with the Brooklyn Nets uh, for a player to be named later. And we're still waiting to see because there's, you know, pieces moving with the Sixers. And so we'll have an update hopefully next week on what might happen there. But just two of us here again this week. So, breaking brunch news
0: Chris has joined the Brooklyn Nets. He's no longer a <laughs> part of this podcast.
1: <laughs> went we down got to a- the wire. 11th, went down the 11th hour. We made it happen. We made it happen. <laughs>
0: we traded him for some Brooklyn Brewery, East India IPA, and another uh, stout to be named later. <laughs> can you blame us I mean, it's solid picks
1: <laughs> we love you
0: chris his whole family's sick
1: <laughs> yeah yeah future sour considerations yeah we can't we're excited
0: <laughs> but yes we would trade actually any of us on this podcast for the right beer situation
1: oh no doubt about it so no doubt about it yeah just to expand on on brews day and to, yeah. yeah yeah for sure we, we'd all be worth trading for for that. <laughs>
0: what's up it's the brunch breakdown dd out here in los angeles dan is in pittsburgh chris is sick. I hope everybody's all right over there. And today on the show, we have a lot to get to. We got Super Bowl prop bets, the fun ones. I can't wait for that. We've got uh, the McDonald's secret menu that is being shared all over the place. And I am very excited to talk about this. The Golden Corral fight. And yes, we will talk about it this week. We we wanted to talk about it last week, but we're (laughs) up against time. Had to skip it. We're talking about it this week. And we just got a lot to get to. So let's get this started, Dan. Tell everybody where they can find us on the Brunch Breakdown.
1: Of course, find us anywhere that you listen to podcasts, Apple, Spotify, Google, SoundCloud, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. And again, uh, news we've been sharing recently now on Amazon Music and Audible. Love that feature. Love to be able to just tell Alexa, play the brunch breakdown. And she will do that with your Amazon Music uh, subscription there. So new episodes every Thursday. Hit follow, hit subscribe wherever you choose to listen to podcasts. Let those episodes come to you. We apologize that we're a day late. Dollar, dollar short this week. I know some of you were, were looking for it Thursday morning, refreshing Spotify since 5 a.m. We apologize for you, but thank you for tuning back in. Usually every Thursday. Uh, full videos also available on YouTube and Facebook. Those premiere at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific time. And of course, those are available on demand. Any time that you want to watch those as well on both of those platforms. Speaking of a platform like Facebook, We are there. We are everywhere. We are on Twitter. We are on Instagram. We are on Triller. And of course, we are on TikTok. You're damn right we're on TikTok. Just find us there by searching at Brunch Breakdown. Follow us. We follow you back. And last but certainly not least, our playlist, The Sounds of Brunch, comes out every Friday exclusively on Spotify. Follow it there. That playlist will get automatically updated. Just search Sounds of Brunch on Spotify.
0: Nice. All right. Well, let's get it started with some brews, guys. Let's get it started here. I have the Greyhound Grapefruit IPA. Oh, yeah. Nice. 6.5 ABV. It's coming from Bottle Logic Brewing. Where is Bottle Logic Brewing? It is... In Anaheim, California, so not too far down the road. And there you go. They've got some cool places out there in Anaheim. So I like Anaheim a lot. Um, Anyways, Bottle Logic. And this says on here, it pairs well with spicy pad thai. Daniel Dudley, big fan of pad thai. And while I pour this, I just want to say, I don't want to say all beers should do this, but like more beers should tell you what to eat with it. They should tell you more of what to pair with. They should put it on the can and just tell yeah. you. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think that's yeah. that hard. I just feel like sometimes, you know, especially us, who we have all these beers that have all these different tastes and flavors and all these things, let me know what I'm supposed to eat with it so I don't eat the wrong thing with it. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I know. I love that, man. There's like one brewery that I know in Pittsburgh that that does that. And it it, it's, it is. It's not that difficult. Offer some, some no. suggestions. People that haven't had, uh you know, that particular beer before, doesn't know, people that aren't familiar with the hops and the citra and all that, exactly. give them a little help. Give them a little help.
0: Yeah, exactly. Well, I see why, cause this has some bite to it. It's got, you've tasted the hops for sure, but you definitely taste the grapefruit here. And I'm a fan of grapefruit IPAs. There's not that many of them, but this one pretty good. So I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. It's not as good as the ballast point grapefruit. I don't know what they do with their grapefruits up there, which is actually in orange County too. So they're kind of competing grapefruit IPAs over here, but this one's pretty good too. So big shouts to uh, Bottle Logic Brewing. I like this Greyhound Grapefruit IPA. And also, I just I like this can. It's got a yeah a, a dog doing something. I don't know what the dog's doing. <laughs> I don't know what this lady's doing. Looks like they're in space. I don't know what's going on, but it, it's cool. Right. So shouts to them. Solid IPA right here this week.
1: I like that. I like that choice for you. Uh, I'm gonna join you with the IPA. I've got an IPA here this week from uh, one of the newer breweries out of Western Pennsylvania and Pittsburgh, uh, Trace Brewing. I don't think I've actually had a Trace beer yet uh, before. Uh, They do IPAs really well. They're really starting to get into the scene. And this is their Prism and Progress IPA. Uh, There's some Citra Hops here. There's some Moteca Hops, uh, notes of melon, lychee, and lime, it says. Uh, They kind of follow their – their can design is – you see where like the prism is and with it, they kind of follow this pattern, this structure with these uh, designs in the can. Um, so let's see what we got here. That's an IPA. All right. That's an IPA. All right. Um Lots of melon, <laughs> lots <laughs> of melon, uh, hazy, uh, but it, it has a dankness to it. Oh. And yeah, if you're familiar with IPAs, you're familiar with, what the dankness and dank uh means in terms of a, a taste and a flavor profile this this guy's dank it is um but it's still there you can still get the citrus you do you still get a little bit of the citrus there so there's kind of almost like a dryness from the dank and almost uh you know you know kind of the opposite of what the kind of the citra does so there's this like weird balance thing going on this is pretty good this is this is decent i haven't been disappointed by trace yet Uh, with this IPA. So the, the Brisbane progress, I don't know what I eat with this. Honestly, that might be a little tricky one. It would be something, probably something not super salty with this. I feel like you'd be counter counteracting yourself and you'd be guzzling down water between bites. So Mm. um, I don't know if I could come up with a suggestion for this, but it would be nice. It'd be nice if it was on the can. So yeah, check out trace. If you haven't yet, good stuff. Where's trace? uh bloomfield
0: oh okay. bloomfield okay. in
1: pittsburgh yeah they're kind of in in a in a different neighborhood than most of these other breweries are so they've been around not super long probably a little bit more than a year now uh kind of getting off the ground running and they were out you know they their tap room hasn't been open that long uh too they first started brewing got into the scene a little bit and then opened up the tap room really cool place it's a bitch to park out there but uh it'll be uh it, it's worth it a, amazing tap room worth it worth the trip
0: yeah. And this is, uh, well, cheers. Cheers, Dan. Bruce day. Cheers. Big
1: cheers. Yes.
0: Well, this is like a side conversation of somebody who hasn't been regularly in Pittsburgh for like seven years. Uh, yeah. So uh, Bloomfield and then what's the other place? What's the, is there, wait, anyways, is there parking over there now? Is there, is it like better? Because I hear people talk about these new places in Pittsburgh, which are, like, I know those places, it's just that, like, there was nothing really there before. And yeah. I'm like, is there parking in these places? What's the other place? The other, they used to just call it, like, Hipster Central. Now it doesn't seem like it's that anymore. Lawrenceville? Um, there you go. Lawrenceville. Is there a place to Lawrenceville, park? Like,
1: Lawrenceville. East Liberty as in another one that yeah. has really grown really quickly. An and my eyes spot. are wide open when people say that. I'm like, yeah, What's? it's, it's crazy. And then you like talk to people that are like older generations and they absolutely don't believe you. They're like, I, I don't believe you at all. Um, East Liberty is another one. And Millville is it's on its way. I don't know if it'll ever quite get to that point, but with the breweries there, some cool restaurants, spots, obviously Mr. Smalls is there uh, some uh, it's a, it's a destination now as well they're trying with the parking, man. They are, it's, it's not easy. They need some garages in those spots because they're building more apartment complexes there too. It's not I mean, just like businesses, but you know, there's apartment people who are living there and it is tough. It is very tough to park. They try to make it work and you're better off with an Uber in a lot of those yeah. situations or lived in those situations. But yeah, you always have to plan if you're going to one of those places, you're like, well, we, if we let's all we want to go to dinner at eight o'clock. OK, well, we have to be down there at 630 <laughs> to park and then we'll go get drinks or something and then we'll go to dinner. So, uh, yeah, you have to take it all into account. It's still not great.
0: Yeah, because I know a lot of places don't want to become bougie like um, like Los Angeles. But I'm just all I'm thinking about is like <laughs> there's ballet everywhere. And I wonder when I moved here, I was just like, oh, my God, it's the dumbest thing in the world. But then you realize there's nowhere to park. So if you actually right. want to go to dinner and not have to get there at six thirty and just wait for somebody to like actually move their car, you, mm-hmm. you gotta do it. Like you gotta pay yeah. the five bucks to LA or whatever it is. You just you you have to do it. And I don't know where they put your car, but you gotta. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's the mystery. Like, but, but you have to it. do that, and it's like, and I'm just thinking about these places everyone talks about now in Pittsburgh, and I'm like, man, like I don't know where the parking shows up. It's not like. You know, you can just blow up space. You're going to put something no. there.
1: Yeah. Bloomfield, Lawrenceville, East Liberty. It's all, it's all a tough track to, to, to get a parked car. Yeah. Get there early. Yeah. <laughs> tough.
0: All right. Well, um, it's time for get it off our chest. Dan, you get us started. Get it off your chest. What's on your mind?
1: Yeah. So this is something that happened to me recently that I figured this is the perfect opportunity to talk about this on the brunch breakdown. Um, When like Outside sales positions, you know, door to door sales positions, Um, when email first started coming out in the 80s and 90s, and sales positions started to become popular, people started to, you know, make these tactics to try to trick people, right? To take a call or take a meeting with them. Uh, I'm sure a lot of people know what I'm talking about. Things like, I'm going to be in your area on Thursday between 11 a.m. and 3 p.m. What time works better for you? Or I want to be in your area on Tuesday and Thursday next week. Which day works best? Like Kind of trying to force you to just answer the question, not think about whether or not this is an opportunity that you're interested in, person you want to talk with. It's just a sales tactic. And obviously it worked for a long time, 10, 20 years, that type of thing worked. And nowadays, you know, they're trying to become more clever. Like in the subject line of an email, they use the reply function where it says RE, making it think that you've had a conversation with this person already and they're <laughs> replying to you. Okay. Or using a, a, a subject like uh, regarding your account. Like, oh shit, I got to follow up with this person. And yeah, I got to answer there. Let's meet, let's talk, let's set up a Zoom, whatever it is. And I got one today. It was very clearly outside salesy. Uh, but the person was trying to personalize it, like it, 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 literally the quote in the email was, "I hope you're staying warm in Pittsburgh today. It's supposed to be cloudy this evening." It's a literal quote from an email. By the way, it's not that cold out today. It's really not. <laughs> Is it cloudy? Sure. I'm not bundling up because it's cloudy out. And so I just, you know, ladies and gentlemen, that work in sales, you know this this type of bullshit. It just it doesn't work anymore. It, it doesn't. And maybe it's because I deal with these people, you know, fairly often in the job that I have. Uh, I mean, I, I mean, I guess they work to an extent or else they try something else and they're doing that nowadays with like the subject tweaking and things like that. Like I said, but honestly, it it has to stop. You have to find a different tactic. Okay. Honesty and clarity might be the best thing to do now more than ever. It might actually work for you to be upfront with somebody and clear and brief rather than trying to use these trick tactics because when i see these happen i'm like i want nothing to do with these people at all cuz i know what you're and it's lazy. Yeah. It is. It's lazy at this point. Uh people are on to you. <laughs> they are and it makes it way less likely to want to actually do business with people that refer on these lame tactics. Tactics. You know, I, being in sales is tough. I do not envy these people at all. But people if people are getting smarter you have to try to outsmart them. And it's like, they've stayed in this position and people are getting smarter and they're just not finding ways to it. And like I said, maybe there's no tactic. Maybe it's just being better salespeople. So I just had to share that today because yeah, I, I, I deal you. with it often. And, I, and, the, and the line today really tipped me over the edge about like, Oh, you look at the weather forecast for Pittsburgh and you're in, you're in Boston. <laughs> well, let's do some business. Let's have a conversation. That's, that's what did it. So work on that. People work on that for me.
0: Um, with that uh, I don't know if it's because we are just being sold stuff all the time now. So like, there's not mm-hmm. an email yep. that I open that I feel like someone isn't trying to sell me something or like right. when you're scrolling on Instagram, it's like now that like, I feel like the sponsored ads on Instagram are coming up more now. They used to be like yeah. once every, you know, I feel like I wouldn't see them for a couple of days. Now it's like anything that I, you know, it's like, it's like, like oh yeah, you want to see this. It's like every other one. I feel like is a sponsored ad. Twitter is putting more of them up too. And it feels like you're constantly sold something. So I, it sucks mm-hmm. to be a salesperson whenever there's autumn, like automatically generated ads, just annoying you in your like day-to-day life. Um, yeah. But I am with you on one thing. And this has to do with regular mail all of a sudden all these dumb things that like you get in the mail, just like, you know, like credit cards or like people trying to get your credit cards or whatever, they're coming in pink now. So it makes you think that you did something wrong. (laughs) And then you open it up and it's just like, Hey, here's a 1.8% APR or whatever. (laughs) And you're like, you've got to be kidding me. Like I'm opening this thing up thinking like, Oh shit. Like, did I do something like what, what don't, what do I owe someone? And then it's like, yeah. And it comes from pieces that like I actually work with. Like it'll come from like Toyota. We have, we are a Toyota family in this house and like, it will be a pink thing from Toyota. And it just says, Oh yeah. Come on in to Glendale, Toyota, to blah, blah, blah. And it's a pink (laughs) thing. So it makes you think like, Oh shit. Did I like not pay for something? And you know, and then PNC did the same thing to me, just trying to get me to get a PNC credit card. I was like, no, it, that guys it that doesn't make me that doesn't make me nicer to salespeople
1: <laughs> right
0: <laughs> <laughs> like I will tell you that like man yeah I've had beef with, I haven't seen yeah. that
1: one yet I'm yeah. glad you gave me a heads up because I'm sure it's gonna wave across the the country I mean I get it but it, what it entices you to open it up and then you're more angry when you do because yeah. of that because they know what they're doing like nobody thinks of that end result that like <laughs> I'm still ripping this up but now I'm doing a thousand pieces instead of three because you pissed me off.
0: <laughs> yes, exactly. And ah, uh, yeah. Dan, uh, you know how I'm always, how you would love any chance to move to LA PNC bank is about to like take over. They just bought like bank of the West. I think that's what bank they bought or BB. I heard that. Yeah. One I of the two. I heard that. Yeah. Yeah. So just always
1: looking for a reason.
0: It's <laughs> letting you know, just uh, taking over.
1: <laughs> Don't tell my fiance because she is, she is looking for the same reason. And so if, <laughs> If one you checks know. her box and checks mine, it's. back it up.
0: <laughs> I'm I'm always here to help. Always here to help. Uh, all right, let me get this off my chest, and this is good because it's because it, it's a question for you, Dan. So I'm happy that you're here. Uh, oh, great, Dan. Perfect. Wedding planning. Uh, I'm not wedding planning. Wedding happening, honeymoon, all this good stuff. Here's a question for you: Would you rather Man. have an experience as your wedding gift? or just money
1: experience no doubt about it i'm i'm all mr experience always like giving gifts that are experiences rather than like things that's always kind of been something i like to do and receive so yeah yeah give me give me the experience over the money i mean we'll welcome the money don't get me like, oh, this is an expensive ass wedding <laughs> and honeymoon but definitely taking the experience in that situation
0: <laughs> okay because these are the things that you have to ask someone who's getting married because like listen weddings are not cheap you're finding this out I don't know how much money you thought you were gonna spend but I get but I have a feeling you're spending way more than you thought way over yeah you are <laughs> told you told you, whatever it is. Um, yeah. And then wait till you get that barbell. That's going to be fun. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just wait. It's going to be awesome. Get a good work. Good work. Uh, but yeah, I had to ask you that question because, you know, I'm asking it for the people and asking you because, you know, you just want to make sure, you know, you just always want to make sure that someone will appreciate the experience that you're going to give them. So.
1: Yeah, no, that's a fair question. And we're recording this On the day where we are down to 100 days to our wedding it is 100 days today, getting into double digits and things are really starting to get serious. (laughs) Um, But that just means spending more. Yeah, it it certainly does. All the the payments start to come in and then it's like, oh, you have to buy all the little stuff, which doesn't seem like a lot at the time. And then it just adds up, adds up, adds up, adds up. You don't want to skimp. And you and your wife gave amazing advice that, you know, you'll have a budget. On everything but you'll go over it it just it'll happen so i shared that advice with anybody listening in the same situation it's cute to have a budget <laughs> but be prepared to go over because you will because then you'll think about like is it worth sacrificing this for this much more and the answer is usually no like let's let's do it let's splurge a little bit and then a little bit and then a little bit and then there you are um but no that's a great that's a great question and anybody invited to uh uh to my wedding um take that advice Take yeah. that
0: advice. Hey, man. And, oh, man, I just started thinking about not to go on a, Yeah, another tangent here, but I just thought about how much, like, um printer paper, but, like, because we made our, like, party favor things or whatever, and that paper that we printed those things on, we did it ourselves, thinking we were saving so much money, and I guess we did because yeah. we didn't have somebody else do it, but, sure. man, was that paper fucking expensive. <laughs>
1: god it was just like what? it was the little stuff it adds up it just keeps it adding up, up
0: but yeah you have but then you have a great wedding and it's awesome and everybody's happy and it's all
1: worth it so that's all about yeah 99 99 days starting tomorrow when you're as you're listening to this we'll be down to to 99 days so uh awesome nice. prayers with me please
0: <laughs> <laughs> can't wait pray for dan's wallet all right <laughs> let's get down to uh the super bowl which is here in la and it is 90 degrees outside It's amazing. Anyways, uh, Super Bowl prop bets. We've got the Super Bowl. Uh, I don't know. Who do you think is going to win, Dan? Let's get this out of the way.
1: Uh, yeah, I'm going to go. I, I'm going where everybody's going. I'm going Rams. I think the Rams get out early, uh, ahead early, um, as they tend to have done in the last uh, couple of games. I think they get out in front early, and then Joe Burrow has this amazing comeback. Maybe we take the lead. Things gets tied. It's gonna be close down to the wire, but the Rams are gonna come out on top at the end. That's that's who I think. Is, that's who I think is how I think it's gonna happen. What about you? Uh,
0: you know, I'm torn because there are two players that I covered very closely at their time at Pitt, and it's Aaron Donald and Tyler Boyd. And I yeah. like them both as people, and I really like Tyler Boyd as a person because, like, I started working. He was still in high school. I remember interviewing him when he was in high school. And he's just a good kid, and I just like. I think the Rams are gonna win, but like I wish they both could win.
1: <laughs> yeah, because
0: I just think it's cool these two kids from Pittsburgh, and then just like you know, just getting in the NFL, getting a chance to win a Super Bowl. So it's, I'm, I feel like I'm gonna be kind of bummed one of them doesn't. But I want the Rams yeah. to win, and I mean, Aaron Donald even like said it this week. He's like, I've done literally everything I could possibly do as a player except win a Super Bowl, and I'm like,
1: right, fair, yeah, so, yeah, and like you'd think that the way Cincinnati's playing that. Yeah. They're, they're ahead that are there. They're early. They're mm-hmm. at, early uh, on their schedule of how good they should be and be in the Super Bowl, You know, the talents, you know, there, they just thought it would take a couple of years. And so you tend to think that they'll be back eventually, but you just with the Rams, you don't know, <laughs> you, you really, no. you really don't know they could have the same team next year and go, you know, six and 11. You yeah. just, you, you never know. So um, yeah, I guess we're just, you know, hoping for, for a good game between these two but I'm I'm excited. I haven't been really haven't been re- really excited for a Super Bowl in a couple of years. There's like one one of the teams I don't want to see win or don't think they deserve to be there or something. There's just been something, but I'm I'm legitimately excited for this game.
0: Yeah, I'm really excited. I w- the thing was I was excited last year, like super excited for the game last year and then it was over in a minute. Yeah. So that was the thing I was so excited and it just, it just died. So I hope this year's game is at least good anyways.
1: Yeah. So Lives up to it. Yeah. For but
0: sure. we know what will be good. Everything around the game.
1: So let's talk That's prop right.
0: bets. Dan, what you got?
1: Uh, <laughs> oh brother, I've got some interesting ones and yeah, we look for the fun. We look for the goofy. We look for the wild, right? And these are all legitimate prop bets. And now that there's becoming more and more places to place your bet through <laughs> your phone, whatever there's more and more wild, and wacky prop bets. Uh, let's start early, early in the game. Uh, the national anthem. Of course, we've all seen and heard, uh, you know, the over under. Uh, Mickey Guyton is singing the national anthem this year. Excited to hear her do that. Uh, a minute 38 is the over under. Okay, We're in the national anthem. However, that's not the prop rat I want to bring to your attention. Uh, this one, I'm not proud to report. It's, it's fairly disgusting, but... <laughs> I need to bring it to the attention of the people. There is legitimately a prop bet of whether or not Mickey Guyton will be showing cleavage oh, while Jesus. singing the national anthem. Whoa! What do you think the betting favorite is? Yes or no? Uh, it's got to be yes. It is yes at minus one fifty-five. It is yes. I-, I can't believe it's real. I can't believe where it can is. you bet on that? I'll have to find the exact source. I should have wrote the source down, but yeah, I'll find the God. exact source, but that's, that's, that's a real one. Um, there's also a similar bet for Mary J. Blige, but uh, I think the <laughs> favorite there is no, <laughs> um, but also with the national anthem uh, with Mickey Guyton uh, forget. A, does she forget a word uh, yet? Yeah, 15 to two is yes. And one to 18 bet is no, that she won't, forget a word so just like super weird man that that's actually actually a, a prop bet
0: is there a, is i wonder if there's a word that people always forget is there like a most commonly forgotten Ooh. word for the national anthem because for that to happen that has to be something that maybe happens that we just don't know
1: yeah there has to be you're right there's got to be like a most commonly forgotten word or moment um i feel like it's always rockets red glare i feel like it always goes wrong there when it goes wrong but in the super bowl um i don't know oh here we go okay i have the uh bet us bet us is where you can place that bet on everything we just stated there regarding mickey guyton (sighs) so <sighs> yeah that's a lot. Little, little creepy little little weird, little Yikes. weird. Yikes. Um, yeah what do you got you got you got any on uh your end uh,
0: okay i got one all right how many dogs in super bowl commercials
1: oh oh boy yeah that's how many dogs
0: one. how many commercials will feature a dog right now the over under is six and a half
1: <laughs> that's a big number yeah that's a big number
0: the last but total, right? The last three Super Bowls have featured an average of seven commercials in which a dog is featured. Wow. They stress the word featured. So I assume like it's, it's dog, it can't just be a dog passing through. It's got to be like a dog is front and center yeah. in this commercial. So right, yeah.
1: Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. I don't They're even know like, where i there. Americans
0: love dogs. And I'm That's always. True. I, like I would go over on this just because of the fact how much Americans love dogs, and I that's, haven't watched any true. of the Super Bowl commercials. I try not to. Like I just, you know, I try really hard not to. I don't go on YouTube the week of the Super Bowl. It's just like my rule now, um, to try yeah. to avoid them. So uh, yeah, I'm I would go over on this one.
1: Yeah, I think I'm with you there on going over. I'm the same way. I don't like looking at them in advance. And now a lot of these companies, I know Amazon's doing it. They have like these teasers. Mm-hmm. These teaser commercials that are playing the week of, and it shows the date, like you know, it's almost like a to be continued, yeah. Um, so, oh, yeah, interesting, interesting one on the dog. I have some, some commercial ones here, um, as well. Uh, the first word said in a Michelob Ultra commercial is a legitimate prop bet Jesus. that you can make, and the we betting should- favorite <laughs> at, at, my, at minus 200 is the word dude. Dude is the favorite for the first word in a Michelob Ultra commercial. It's that specific, people. It's that specific. Like,
0: I don't know if you, I don't know what sports podcasts you listen to or whatever, but I know like when Bill Simmons reads a gambling ad, he has to read like 15 numbers it's like yeah, there are right. different numbers for each state. It's not like one 800 get help gambling. It's like in West yeah. Virginia, call 1888, blah 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 blah. In Virginia, <laughs> call blah 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 blah. And I'm just like, I feel like we should do that right now. Cause I'm like, if you're betting on that, like if you were putting any amount of money on that, I don't care if it's five dollars. I don't care. You have a problem. You do. Yeah. You have you a have problem. problem. And you know you have a problem. If you're like, okay, <sighs> dude. What's the first word? And it's like you literally knock the wings out of your daughter's hand because they say "man" to start the Michelob commercial, and you're just like done. You get in the car and just leave. They're like, "What's wrong with dad?" Serious.
1: They didn't say. What's that dude bet? Thought he had dude. Thought he had it. (laughs) Thought he a big pay night. Oh man, that's amazing. That's Um, a good one. Another commercial one I have is first is maybe a little bit more normal first commercial after the coin toss or the mm-hmm. first commercial to place, you know, after the coin toss or after the first, the first commercial break. Naturally, your favorites are Bud Light and Budweiser 15 to one, uh, followed by Coke, Hyundai and Skittles at 19 to one Okay, Skittles. They throw out some big money for candy. Yeah. Um, Followed up Ashley reading here. Yeah. Mars MMs and Kia both sit at 24 to 1. Or uh, it's two to three to take the field, is what you can do there as well. So I think I take in the field there because I feel like the last couple of years I've been anticipating one of these heavy hitters to come out first. It's something weird. It's all it's been something weird. Um, Still a big company, but not a traditional advertiser for the Super Bowl. So give me give me the field here.
0: Uh, You know, I would give the field, too, because I think what we're going to be talking about on Monday, and I know nothing about this, but like, I think we're going to be talking about how many like crypto based commercials are on during the Super Bowl. There's just something because there's that weird Matt Damon commercial where yeah. i'm just like how much did they pay you to do this commercial and like right. i just think this might be one of those years where like we're talk. we the next day we're talking about how like what the hell was that company what the fuck <laughs> why are there was so much talk about nfts like i there's just something about it it just feels like it's all bubbling to this point like we're gonna be that's what we're going to be talking about. It's not going to be the big companies. It's going to be like, what the fuck was that weird commercial that had the rock (laughs) and freaking some other random actress in it. And it's like, yeah. And we don't even know what it was about, but then it was like crypto.com.
1: Yeah, exactly. No, yeah, yeah, dude, you make a great point. I think you're absolutely right. Uh, I think one of the potentially better Super Bowl commercials, and I don't know if they're going to just replay the same commercial or if they're going to have a follow-up to it it's been playing during the olympics a lot and it's for salesforce uh with matthew mcconaughey oh yeah, it's being played a lot now and i i as a marketer, i love that commercial <laughs> I, I loved it the first time i saw it i was so confused and i just loved how it ended i loved the message i love like kind of call out the metaverse and everything i thought it was brilliant and that would have been a great Super Bowl commercial. Maybe they'll just run it that way anyways. But yeah, it's going to be something weird that we don't always expect to be that uh, that first one. So yeah. what else yeah. you got?
0: Take the field. Definitely taking the field. All right. Uh, will a new song be performed by any of the artists during the halftime show? Plus Ooh.
1: 350,
0: yes. Minus
1: 600, no. 350, you said? Yeah plus 350 for yes mm-hmm. okay so you don't want a ton of money on that but no I, you you don't because I'm like some of these you worth just throwing down just for the heck of it but who if there, there's one artist in my opinion who could actually premiere a new song during the halftime show and it's Kendrick yeah because we've got a new album on the way we know that we don't know when right yeah we don't know when yet we're assuming soon he could. I don't know if it's enough to bet, to bet on though, because of all the other factors at play.
0: It is, it will be interesting because when I saw this, the first thing I thought was we haven't heard from Kendrick Lamar in a long time. Yeah. That's part of Kendrick's thing. We haven't heard from Kendrick in a minute, but if he, but remember Beyonce performed formation, like I think she released it 12 hours before the Super Bowl. And then announced a huge stadium tour. But, I mean, this is Beyonce. I love Kendrick Lamar, but, like, you're not Beyonce. So, like, (laughs) I don't know how how that – I don't know how a new Kendrick Lamar song would be received during the Super Bowl. I just don't know. But he's the only person that could do it because this halftime show is going to be pretty – i feel like it's gonna be pretty straightforward it's gonna be amazing but like i know what i'm getting from the rest of these people as long as eminem doesn't sing rap god which they keep playing the commercials i'm just like right (laughs) Must fucking hear that dude um but he's the only one that could just be like i'm gonna do something weird because i'm kendrick and then it would just be like is it i hope
1: it's good but it might not be you know right right yeah, I mean, we're recording <sighs> this on Thursday. This is getting released on Friday. He could come out with a new song tomorrow. He could. He and could. then maybe we're predicting the future here again, as we always do. And then he performs it on Sunday, you know, kind of along the lines, of, like you said, with with Beyonce. But I don't know. Yeah, if anybody, he could. And he's strange enough to be the one to do it. But I feel like you just got to do what you what what everybody knows best for a show like this, because he's yeah. not going to have a whole lot of time for himself. No. So play something that everybody knows. You know, sing something and perform something that everybody knows um, in the little bit of time that you're gonna get in this. So hmm. That's an that's an interesting one. I don't know where I'd lean there.
0: Yeah. I am uh, yeah, I don't know. But he's the only one that will do it. It's not gonna be any of the other people. No doubt. It's not gonna be anybody else. No doubt. It's not gonna be Dre, it's not gonna be Snoop, it's not gonna be M, it's not gonna be Mary J. It's gonna be him that does it. But I right. would say no. I would say no. No yeah. one's gonna I tend to lean that stuff. way too. Yeah.
1: I tend to lean that way too. Yeah. Um I got one halftime show okay. one. <laughs> Something <laughs> unique to hear. Um what will Eminem wear on his head? <laughs> <laughs> we have a couple of options. Please. Uh the betting favorite is nothing at plus one fifty, followed by hat at plus two hundred, hood at plus two fifty. And I will read this as it is displayed do rag or bandana at plus 275. Wow. Wow. My
0: guess is nothing. And quite possibly, okay. Eminem comes out blonde. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. Like, I've thought about this halftime show a lot. And. I'm very excited about it but I really believe that Eminem could have done this halftime show himself yeah <laughs> and I think the drain snoop could have done this halftime show themselves for sure I the, the, you know done the show themselves it's like I, I I have these these feelings about it but I feel like I I don't know it, it well it's going to be interesting because I think I think Eminem might come out blonde. Maybe he'll do real slim shady. He's definitely gonna do Lose Yourself. Lose yourself is absolutely happening. If it doesn't happen, for sure. I I don't know why we're here.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I actually think I don't have it pulled up, but I saw it earlier today that there's a there's a line for first song to be performed and lose oh. yourself is the favorite. And I, we don't even know that Eminem is the first to go on. Um, but I think regardless, that will absolutely he will absolutely perform Lose Yourself.
0: Yeah. I don't know how they're gonna do this. I don't know how. I don't know how they're gonna do this. I have no idea because yeah. I'm just thinking of it's like how can you do like like all right so how can you do like like dog style how can you do next episode if you forgot about Dre lose yourself mm-hmm. like no drama with Mary J Blige like I'm assuming it's gonna be like humble or something with Kendrick and you're like how yeah I don't know there that's like five songs right there.
1: Right. I don't and, and the transitions between them are going to be difficult. This isn't like Lady Gaga going from Gaga pop hit to gaga pop hit. Yeah. You know what I mean? The transitions are going to have to be much tight. more difficult. Yeah, very tight. And how they collab yeah. on some of these songs, because you know that has to happen. Yeah. Um it's going to be wild. I'm very, very fascinated on a number of levels to see Same. it. Um, I'm going hat here he's been wearing a hat a lot lately mm. and so i think he keeps that trend up and wears the hat to kind of keep the bright stadium lights out of his eyes <laughs> a bit in sofi stadium there um so give me hat but I, I like your i like your thought with nothing and maybe blonde i like that a lot he might
0: maybe he'll do it and then maybe it's eminem that announces the huge stadium tour after because th- that's what this is all about it's all about what you could do to leverage this, because you don't get paid to do the Super Bowl. It's like you do it. It's the plat. It's the biggest platform that you can have. Yeah. So like right. you're promoting something, and I'm like, you know, and I know Snoop has an album coming out the day of the Super Bowl. Um, Mary J. Blige has an album coming out tomorrow. Like I'm, sh- you saying Kendrick is putting out could have put out a song tomorrow. Like I have a, f- I bet he puts out a song tomorrow, guaranteed. <laughs> There's a new Kendrick Lamar song that drops tomorrow. Um. <laughs> Yeah, it's just there's so many things to promote, and I feel like it can't just be Mom's Spaghetti, the restaurant (laughs) for Eminem. It's going to be something else. So if he gives people that nostalgia that they want from Eminem during this, however much time he gets during this, whether it's five minutes or whatever, like he could sell out stadiums all over
1: the world. For sure in five like literally
0: just by him coming out five minutes so you know it's like because we saw him at Coachella and he was amazing like it was just it was incredible like brought out 50 cent like it was just fucking awesome and like and I just think if people saw that got that feeling it's like he'll be selling out Heinz Field in five minutes like he'll it's it's gonna be wild so
1: I don't know no doubt yeah no doubt I agree you got any more uh no I do not have any more you all right. I got one last one. Okay. This is more oh. of a traditional prop bet, but it's something okay. I have never heard of before. So I want to see if you have. Oh, okay. Have you heard of an NFL statistic called an octopus? Mm-mm. Based on the look on your face, that's definitely a no. Absolutely. So, not. The, yeah. So the bet is will there be an octopus? And I'm thinking, like, why in the world? This isn't a Detroit Red Wings game. What is going on? So, an octopus is a statistic referred to in the in the NFL when a player scores a touchdown and then scores the ensuing two-point conversion, hence the eight, getting oh. the octopus. And there have been 169 octopi in NFL history since the two-point conversion was introduced in 1994. So will that occur in the Super Bowl? Yes, plus 1400. No, minus twenty five hundred. That could be one that you throw money on, just because we're talking about Sean McVay here in the Rams, who you know will go for two. Often, I mean, I know it's the Super Bowl, but and you got a guy like Cooper Cup. If anybody's going to get an octopus, it's freaking Cooper Cooper Cup. And even if they know it's coming, I mean, maybe you throw, throw a little money down on that one. It's, it's interesting. I've never heard of it. I've never heard of that
0: either, and if there's any person that does it, it's Cooper cup. Yeah. Because yeah, how no many doubt. receptions did he have this year? Like 180 or some shit like that. Yeah. It was something yeah. stupid. some <laughs> really stupid number. And I'm like, yeah, I, because of Cooper cup being on the field, I would, I would throw some money at that and have some fun. That's a fun one. That's yeah, a fun one. You're just like, it is. Cause somebody's going to go for two more than likely Cooper cup is going to score a touchdown. I, I could, I mean, I would throw some money on, on, on that happening. That would be, I fun. could see it happening. Yeah, something.
1: <laughs> right. Right. No, it's fascinating. I never heard that before. And I thought, wow, this is uh and of all, again, of all years, this is a fascinating year with, with the offenses in this game and the way that the two point conversions have kind of evolved and yeah, a guy like Cooper cup, why not? So yeah. a lot of fascinating prop, prop bets out there. A lot of fun. Definitely.
0: <laughs> well, we hope we made your Super Bowl experience a little bit more uh, more entertaining, and yeah. uh, let's get into this McDonald's secret menu, Daniel. Let's do this because <laughs> we, we have to. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes, we do. We absolutely have to because this is too much fun. This is oh boy, because there is one here that I am uh, that I cannot wait to try.
1: Oh, that you can't wait to try. Try.
0: Oh yeah. I'm okay. in on one of these for sure.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, so yeah, let's uh, let's run these down for the people that are, that are just listening. Don't have the, the image up in front. Um, there is a wonderful image to go with this. You're going to run to YouTube and Facebook. So this is uh, menu hacks. This is a graphic that went viral, uh, from McDonald's. McDonald's had sent this out. So it's kind of their secret menu that, um, most restaurants are aware of. You can, Probably also just make these yourself, Uh, but you can order it this way. And most, I guess, McDonald's restaurants are familiar with this. Uh, So the first one is hash brown McMuffin. Fairly simple. It's a sausage McMuffin with egg plus a hash brown. So the hash brown is in the sandwich. Not like crazy, but they will make that for you, the hash brown McMuffin. The second one is the crunchy McDouble. It's a six piece chicken McNugget with barbecue sauce in, in a double cheeseburger. And so the way they have it in the photo here is you have the bottom bun, then the chicken McNuggets with the barbecue sauce on it. And then you have the double cheeseburger patties and toppings on, on top of all that. The third one is the surf and turf, and it is a combo Filet-O-Fish and double cheeseburger. On In one sandwich. I encourage you. I implore you people. Get to YouTube or Facebook and look at this graphic. This is fascinating. So it's exactly what you can imagine. It's a double cheeseburger with a filet fish right in the middle of it. Not the top bun, but the bottom bun's in there. Okay. And then the final one is the Land, Air, and Sea. <laughs> this is a Big Mac plus McChicken, plus a filet fish to give you the land, air, and sea. And this monster sandwich <laughs> is your traditional two Big Mac patties, your traditional three Big Mac buns with that middle bun, and then you've got the McChicken on top of one of the burger patties and a, and a Filet-O-Fish on top of one of the other burger patties. And... It's worth noting in select restaurants, this is served with a hot and spicy McChicken, not just your traditional McChicken. So it'd be like a spicy land air and sea. So those are your four menu hacks from McDonald's, hash brown McMuffin, crunchy double, surf and turf and Lair, land air <laughs> and sea. <laughs> All right, Dee, lay it on me. What are you excited about here?
0: The hash brown McMuffin is like the best thing I've ever seen in my life. No question. Like, I, I don't know why I've never asked them to do that. Like the most you have to pay is for the hash brown. Why would I never ask them to do that? But I definitely am the next time I go to McDonald's. And then after that, it gets weird. Because I really don't want to know the person who's getting a double cheeseburger with a filet of fish in the middle of it. <laughs>
1: Surfing turf because the fillet of fish
0: is disgusting, <laughs> and then you put it on a burger as if that's needed. I i don't want to know the person that does that, and then land air and sea is just like, What, okay, go get out of here! Like, <laughs> just <laughs> please, like, you need to. I don't know what it is you need to do, but you need to do something with your life. Just like we were talking about gambling, there's a number you should be able to call if you order the land air (laughs) and see.
1: There's no doubt. There's no doubt. Um, I agree with you on the hash brown McMuffin. In fact, uh, at the high school that Chris and I went to, the hash brown egg sandwich, whack sandwich, was extremely popular and it was never known for putting the hash brown. On the sandwich there. And it yeah, it became very, very popular. So I, I love it and fully embracing that. And yeah, that's the only one that makes any any sense here. For, why are you putting chicken McNuggets on a double cheeseburger? Why not the, the McChicken patty where you kind of had that going on with the other one? I, I don't even understand how that fits and why it has to have barbecue sauce. It's like part of it. The surf and turf. Oh, but by the way, I should also mention: if you don't see the graphic here, the surf and turf is available only on the app, the McDonald's app. So don't want you to go try and walk up <laughs> into a McDonald's and order that. You must have the app, ladies and gentlemen. It's <laughs> <is> hilarious. Only,
0: <laughs> only on the app. Don't try this. Just, just, no. Don't don't try this at home. No this other is, way. Don't just no come in way. the drive-through. And just asking for the surf and turf.
1: Right. I like. Dan, why are we adding fish? I don't to any of these. First of all, you're right. The filet of fish is disgusting. Fish doesn't come in a square. (laughs) Okay. Fish doesn't come in a square. Thanks to Wendy's for proving that and letting us know fish doesn't come in a square. So I don't understand the methodology methodology behind creating any of these. I, I just, again, the hash brown McMuffin is a home run, but would you even try any of these other three, like just to, to try them? Yes. Yeah. Cause
0: I don't find the, I know you are slightly against the crunchy double. I don't have a problem with that. Mm -hmm. That actually seems fine. The only problem with that is that the nuggets are going to fall out. Right. Just like they are in that picture. Like, cause you can think about just like making the sandwich yourself. Like if you were just like, I'm going to buy a double cheeseburger and I'm going to put chicken nuggets on it. They're going to fall out. So it's just not going to be a fun experience. I'd rather just dip my nuggets. But like, there's nothing wrong with that to me. Those other two. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't want, like, I'm sorry, man. Big Mac, McChicken, plus filet of fish And then it just, McDonald's takes great pictures of food. They do. They take great pictures of food. They are are the goats of that. That's why we've been eating McDonald's since 19, whatever the hell. Uh, They can't even make that look good. They can't make that look good. A Big Mac, filet of fish, and a McChick. Are you dude?
1: That thing is huge.
0: one eight hundred. I need help.
1: <laughs> so my issue with the crunchy McDouble is I think McNuggets are disgusting. I don't know. The the breading, I've never been able to get around the breading with the chicken McNuggets. I I I just haven't as a kid. Again, if that was maybe a McChicken patty, we can have a conversation, which is why. I want to preface this. I think I would try the land, air and sea, but I want, take the fish filet of fish off. Take it off. If you have a hot and spicy McChicken sandwich, like in the middle of a big Mac, I'm not finishing it. Cause I'd like to live past the day. I try it. But if you do that, let's I'm in, I'm in to try, but the filet of fish, I don't need my surf and turf. I don't need my land, air and sea. Like that's where mm-hmm. it just gets thrown off. in it cause that again, I don't even know if you will be able to take a bite of that thing. Two patties, three buns, a McChicken, and a fillet of fish. How do you incredible? Like, how do you even absolutely incredible? I don't even yeah. know. <laughs> That's like, another reason I need the fillet of fish out of there so I can actually take a bite of it. Cause I the rest of it won't fit.
0: I just feel like you're just getting sauce like down your face because you're just like kissing the burger at that point. You're not biting it. Yeah, yeah, you're just right. like <laughs> This is going around your face. That's disgusting. Yeah. Uh, 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 Yeah. This is interesting. But I, you know, this menu hack thing, shouts to McDonald's, man. They somehow figure out ways to stay relevant all the time. They do. And this is just a good one.
1: This is. And other restaurants, fast food chains could do this and like really do it well. Yeah. Like actually well, not this disgusting stuff. But, (laughs) you know, here we are. We're talking about McDonald's. We're not talking about anybody else doing that. So... (laughs) amazing
0: god all right last thing we're going to talk about the golden corral fight at a golden corral outside of philadelphia i believe yep uh they ran out of steak at the golden corral buffet and then a fight started chairs thrown punches thrown people thrown This is all over the internet. We've been wanting to talk about this for a couple weeks, but we keep running out of time. We're talking about it, it, Dan, (laughs) your thoughts when you saw this Golden Corral fight?
1: It's it's absolutely insane. This is a brawl. A brawl. A brawl. People are legitimately throwing furniture and throwing punches over, yeah, the fact that the steak... (laughs) was running out at the golden corral buffet like what is so twisted in your life that would make you think that it's worth getting into a, like a a full out brawl like multi family brawl over golden corral and golden corral steak too like get wh- get real people you know what i mean like the cost to buy one steak for yourself a quality steak Is a fraction of the price, not even frac. It's less than the cost of what the cost for the buffet at Golden Corral. Yeah, you can throw mac and cheese, and you can make your land, air, and sea McDonald's garbage thing on top of everything and whatever, and be gross and whatnot. But the fact that this was about steak is just, I, it's mind blowing to think that if you were to show me that video with no context. I would have said some like other serious shit went down. But then you throw on, oh, this was because they run out of stake. And there was a little bit of a argument at the, the buffet line there. And this is a result is just. This is America.
0: <laughs> Dude, I'll say this, and this ties in with everything we've talked about. Um, if you are fighting a golden corral. For over, over steak at Golden Corral. We're just fighting at Golden Corral anyways. I don't know why I prefaced right, it with yeah, steak. Right. It doesn't matter. <laughs> if you're fighting at Golden Corral and you are most likely trying the land, air, and sea at McDonald's and also that means that you are definitely betting on Mickey Guyton's cleavage. Like you are one... <laughs> 100% doing that. Like the only people betting on Mickey Guyton's cleavage are people who fight at Golden Corral and are interested <laughs> in the land, Aaron, C, and sea McDonald's. Like, She's right. I'm sorry. Like, you, that is you. Like, you are the people, you know? Like, because a lot of the times we say things on here and we're like, I cannot believe anybody's doing that. But we have talked about three things that I'm like, I can't believe anybody's doing that. And it's like, we can't say that anymore. No, no. Like, I believe that that person is out there and that person is doing all those three things this weekend, fighting a golden corral, betting on Mickey Guyton's cleavage and <laughs> ordering the land, Aaron, C and sea in McDonald's happy that's Super Bowl a, weekend.
1: That's amazing. <laughs> You're right. The bet is a real bet because people are actually going to bet on it. Yes. The menu item is a, re- is a real <laughs> slash secret menu item because people are actually going to order it because people have and done people it. Are act- <laughs> That's the thing. People have done it, have done, have done it. And, and people are getting into fights at Golden because <laughs> We know because we have this unbelievable footage that went viral outside of Philadelphia. These people are your neighbors, ladies and gentlemen, the people you drive past on the street every day. These are those people. OK. <laughs> and they're all the same person. And it's <laughs> pathetic and it's kind of disgusting but they are that's and that's why they're mad because they lost the mickey guyton cleavage bet so that steak is damn important when i pay for my golden corral buffet you're absolutely right you're absolutely right yeah and they're so hungry because they threw up and vomited from the land air and sea so they've got nothing in the stomach they could finally eat again let's treat ourselves and go to golden corral but i'm not i'm not you know going home without my steak that's that person That's a good
0: thing you bring up right there. Uh, Because how long can you eat after you have the land, air, and sea? Because I feel like I'm out of commission for at least two days. Like, I don't know if I've eaten at all. That's a very good point about, you know what? We're going to the buffet because we haven't eaten in two or three days.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think two days. I think two days. Yeah. When you had the land, air, and sea, you better have your calendar planned out that you don't have any appointments to make <laughs> over the next two days either. Just play it. safe, people, you know, blizzard coming, get oh. some land, air and sea. You can be at home. You'll be stuck and you'll be fine. And then oh. just, you won't need to eat for a couple of days. Oh, there's a blizzard. coming. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. Jesus. <laughs> um, I want to ask you a buffet question though. This is the brunch breakdown for crying yeah. out loud. So what, in your opinion, is the best buffet style? I'll give you a couple of options. Okay. Probably the most popular ones. You've got your traditional American buffet. Yes, I'm talking the Golden Corrals and things like that. The uh, Chinese buffet. Uh, our good friends at CeCe's gave us the pizza buffet. Um, Don't forget sushi. Pizza
0: Hut. Pizza Hut, also. pizza Hut,
1: yeah. The OG, you're right. Pizza Hut, mm-hmm. the OG. Uh, sushi buffets. becoming far more popular maybe it's more of like they call it all you can eat sushi Mm -hmm. necessarily than a buffet but all you can eat sushi or the brunch buffet the original one of the most original remember we got into the history of the brunch buffet yes like way back do you remember that i gave you all those facts and we thought we came up with how that was the most oh man we need to relive that episode (laughs) but again american chinese pizza sushi brunch and if i'm Leaving anything off, share that as well. But what's what's the best buffet style? It's the brunch buffet.
0: And I know I'm biased. I'm on the brunch breakdowns, the reason we call it this, but it's the brunch buffet because I feel like the brunch buffet has you have a different adventure every time you go up. Because buffets change. They turn over like at certain times of the day. There's your breakfast, mm-hmm. you know, you go to a place like Golden Corral, there's the breakfast buffet, there's a the lunch buffet, whatever. You go to the brunch buffet, you go up, you get eggs, you get your regular you get eggs, may get a waffle. Then you go up the second time, there's prime rib, there's chicken wings. Go up the third time, you're getting dessert. That's why the brunch buffet for me is the best because you can do all the things while you're there. It's like you go up every time. It's a different time of the day. You know what I mean? It might be between yeah. 11 a.m. and 3 p.m., but guess what? It might be 6
1: a.m. It might be 8 p.m.
0: It's you get to do it all at the brunch buffet.
1: That's true. That's you make a great point that, you know, often people are left with a tough decision while going out to brunch. Do you have, you know, a breakfast item on the menu or do you have a lunch item on the menu where you try to like meet in the middle with a few of those dishes where it's like, you know, uh, chicken and waffles or something that kind of meets Mm -hmm. in the middle. There's not a ton of those, but the brunch buffet, the brunch buffet gives you that option to walk that, walk that road, walk that line, take the trip, do a little, get a little bit of everything. You can truly embrace what brunch is all about yeah. in the brunch buffet. So naturally, yes, uh, an unbiased, but still biased as it may seem choice that the brunch buffet is best. The Chinese buffet is sneaky, but that's where you can get in trouble because yeah. you think you can eat a lot of it and then you regret it very, very quickly because you want to, it's like the same thing. It's tough when you're ordering Chinese, when you're going out to a Chinese restaurant or ordering Chinese in the menus are huge because everything's good. And you're like, I want this, but I want this, but I want this. And you order a bunch of stuff. And at the buffet, you're like, it's all here. I get to have all of it. And then you regret all of yeah. it because you you try to have all of it. So love a good buffet discussion. But none of these are worth getting into brawls over none. people. None of these. Yeah, I think
0: that's the main thing here, because I don't want people to think <laughs> that we are hating on the Golden Corral or Hometown Buffet or any places like that. No, no, I have no beef with that. I like a buffet. I just am like, guys, like if they run out of pizza, if they run out of steak, you got to get something else. And at Golden, Cor- Golden Corrals are so big. Because what they do is it's a freaking buffet. It's not a restaurant (laughs) that has a buffet. It's just a buffet. And there are so many of those freaking things. They're everywhere. And you're fighting over this one thing. Guys, please, please just take a second. Take a second. Take a deep (laughs) breath. That's all. Take a deep breath and don't fight at the buffet.
1: Yeah. You're not going to Outback and they're like, we're out of steak. Yeah. like That's not, it doesn't equate to that. Okay. You have way more options. Also a sneaky favorite, a casino buffet.
0: Oh yeah. Serious. Very good, but also
1: very tricky because they're huge. Yes. Huge. Um, So just, yeah, just don't fight over buffets. <laughs> Find something else. That's why it's a buffet. Yes.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into what we are listening to. All right. I'll start this week, Dan. I am listening to one of my favorite new artists. Came out with a new song. Tate McRae, uh, Boys Are Stupid. I think that's what the song is called. I think might be the subtitle. Anyways, the song's amazing. And I love this song so much. I think her voice is so cool. I, I said this a bunch of times in the brunch breakdown. I just am a huge fan of Tate McRae. And I just, I'm all she's all I want to be. That's what the song is called. But that's it. She says yeah. Boys Are Stupid a lot. But anyways, she's all I want to be. That's the song. And I just love it.
1: So shouts to Tate McRae. Dude, I love that song. It's yeah. got like some serious, like, you know, punk, pop punk, Olivia Rodrigo almost vibe mm-hmm. to it with like the lyrics, especially. Yeah. Super catchy. I haven't stopped listening to it, uh, yeah. it this entire week. It's so good. I love that song. Uh, first one for me is going to be speaking of pop punk, the king of pop punk right now. Uh, well, maybe The Prince. Travis Barker is the king of pop punk right now <laughs> in everything in that category. The Prince, Machine Gun Kelly teamed up with willow oh, yeah. two people oh, two yeah. artists coming together and embracing this new style and are on top of their games right now we need more of this i love it the song is called emo girl can a lot of people can certainly relate to a lot of the lyrics um perfect collab between machine gun kelly and willow emo girl love it yeah love it
0: uh was she supposed to be on your date i know you went to see billy eilish
1: she was not um okay she was supposed to start the very next night in, I think it was Washington, D.C., Uh, but people were talking about it there and waves of disappointment. And, and, you know, uh, Billy almost kind of referenced it in a way um, because the news came out the day we were seeing Billy Eilish uh, in Pittsburgh. She says, like, you know, I was just really not in a good mood earlier today. You guys have completely turned it around for me and all that cool stuff. But, yeah, that's got to be a huge disappointment because that, that would have been an incredible duo to, to see Willow opening for Billy.
0: Yeah. I wonder what the, uh, I I imagine we will find out at some point, but I'm sure that that was a, uh, that was a big thing. And I feel like it had nothing to do with Billy Eilish. I'm sure that had a lot of management, a lot of people, a lot of things going on. For sure. Yeah. Cause when people start talking about production issues, that's like one of those things, like you're opening for this person. We don't want you doing this. We don't want you doing that. So. One yeah, of yeah. We don't want
1: you to be bigger. We can't have your show be bigger. You're not co-headlining that. Type yeah, yeah.
0: exactly. That, yeah, that type of, that type of situation. So mm-hmm. yeah. Wonder what happened with that, but show was good.
1: Show was amazing. Nice. Show was amazing. And I was, I wasn't sure. We had seen Billy Billie Eilish before perform at Coachella, and it was even like before her first album came out. So we didn't know what to expect. We knew she was starting to get really, really big, and she was amazing. And so her newer album, you know, there's some, you know, some softer songs and things like that. But did, she brought the freaking energy. She really did. She focused on the. It was just hit after hit after hit. Um, and then she adds the live drummer. She added a live drummer on this tour, which she hadn't had before, and it adds a whole new element kind of gives those songs a little bit more uh, rock energy to it. Um so I I can't wait to see you at Coachella. She's going to she's going to tear it up. I can't that wait. Is, it was an amazing show. That's awesome. I think it's me excited.
0: Yep. Uh all right, so Pusha T, one of my absolute favorite rappers, period, uh put out a new song, Diet Coke, produced by Kanye West, and it is everything you want from a Pusha T song. So, if you like Pusha T, you are going to like this song. If you don't, you won't that's fine. There's no new ground here. It is just push a T <laughs> being push a T and it is awesome. So diet Coke.
1: There you go. There you go. I love it. Uh, my girl, she's back again, Benny. Yeah, Benny. It's going to be the year of Benny. Ladies and gentlemen, she was, uh, you know, former brunchy winner in 2020. Uh, she's back, uh, a new song called beach boy. Um, it's going to be off her brand new EP coming out March 4th. And I cannot wait for that. Um, it's kind of a great laid back, uh, track, you know, as the song title kind of suggests kind of some Cali vibes. She wrote the EP in California, in LA. uh, So I expect a lot of that. So beach boy from Benny, I just need to listen to it with like, you know, not 40 degree temperatures. I actually need it to be sunny out when I listen to, to beach boy.
0: Last one. My house has been taken over by the Encanto soundtrack, and really just one song, not the song that everybody talks about. This we don't know about. We don't know about Bruno. My daughter doesn't like the song; doesn't care for it. The first song yeah. on the on the soundtrack is called Family Magical, and it slaps, man. Um, nobody in this house is, cares about the movie. Neither none of us like it. We're all like, yeah, this movie's whatever. Sergio doesn't like it. We're all like, yeah, whatever. But the first song is on repeat in my house all the time. I'm surprised it's not playing right now. Family Magical from the Encanto soundtrack track. Check that out.
1: Wow. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> what a sneaky track. by. Oh, you. yeah. Check, check that but out. I love it. I love it. All right. Last one for me. Uh, Bastille. Brand oh. new album came out last week. Yeah. Called Back to the Future. I'm going to put the title track on it. Um, you've heard some of the songs that have been released before, but the title track Back to the Future, very dancey, kind of upbeat, you know, you know, Bastille is their you know, alternative, but they're their all pop, kind of upbeat. This has a little bit of danciness to it with this great electric bass throughout it. Um, the album in its entirety is amazing. I encourage people to check it out, but uh, go title track from that. Back to the Future from Bastille. Nice. Bastille. Yeah, Man. back, baby. Ah, I love it. We saw them at, I feel like anybody
0: listening to this is like annoyed by us just saying, oh, we saw them at Coachella, but like (laughs) we saw them at Coachella and they killed it. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Like that was, yeah, that was awesome. But shouts to Bastille. Um, Dan, that's it. That's what we're listening to. Make sure you check out the playlist on Spotify. We update it every Friday. We'll be updating that again this week as well. And um, Dan, any final thoughts on the brunch breakdown before we get out of here?
1: No, man, it's an exciting weekend. Uh, Super Bowl coming up, more Olympics. We got another week plus of Olympics to go. I've got my Team USA uh, coat on here supporting. It. I've literally been watching nothing else. If Shannon wants to absolutely murder me. I give her credit for putting up with me for it, but I love it. I love it. What an amazing time for me. <laughs>
0: Love it. Team USA. I do love the sweater. I like it. I like it a lot.
1: Thank you. Thank a big you. Fan.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, that's the French breakdown. We are out. <laughs>